Do you remember planning your wedding? Are you planning it right now and thinking, why is this so stressful? You're not alone. With budgets to juggle, big plans to make, and friends and family to keep happy, wedding planning has become less about fun and more about work. Wedded Wellness is here to provide health and wellness tools to ease your stress and create routines that enable you to remain calm and strong on your big day and beyond. Because stress will always be with us. And what better than to cultivate wellness and identify your best self as you move into any stage of life. This is the Wedded Wellness Podcast. Hey listeners, Ashley here. Welcome to the Wedded Wellness Podcast. I'm so excited you're listening this week. Um, we're interviewing Susan Ray. And Susan is a, is a woman with many talents, um, and I've been hoping to interview her for, well, since I started the podcast. We actually did do an interview <laughs> back in November, but I accidentally deleted the entire episode because I don't know what I'm doing. I do, but I just, I'm still learning. So anyways, thanks so much to Susan for her patience with me and for being on this podcast, sharing her expertise. We talk astrology, we talk the divine feminine, we talk about using, um, you know, again, astrology, things that are happening outside of our immediate world and how it can guide us a little here and there and why sometimes it matters and sometimes it maybe doesn't. Um, so let's listen into this interview with Susan Ray. I hope you enjoy it. Hey everyone, welcome in to Wedded Wellness. We are here with Susan Ray today. Thanks for being here, Susan. Yay, thank you for having me. Susan, tell us about who you are. Who I am. Um, so I am a fitness instructor, first and foremost, and a yoga instructor. And I recently started an astrology business. So I read people's astrology charts and also um, like a spiritual mentorship. I offer. So that right now looks a lot like just tapping into like what you want to do with your life and like where you want to head and what you want to surround yourself with and what your purpose is or what your purpose is now and just like mapping that out so that you have a very empowered path going forward. So do they overlap like the astrology and like the life planning if you will? Yes. Okay. Um, so I found that it works really well to first go over someone's astrology chart with them, at least the basics to help them understand their personality and like their energetic constitution. And then that sort of, that opens up this conversation with like a person and themselves, and like they'll pull things out of like their subconscious that they weren't really aware of. But then like when they hear one phrase or something about themselves, they'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, like that's what I want. And then um, they can incorporate that into their sacred vision. Okay. Forward. Like yeah. your soul's purpose versus I want to in this life like create a business. Is that kind of what you're saying or? Um, yes. So like I would say like someone wanting to like create a business of some sort, like to me that's more of like a a, a goal that, that they would – that would be more like a short term type of a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then like when I think of like a sole purpose, I think of like something very broad and overarching that one could apply regardless of what job they're doing or what business they're building. Um, And it could be applied at any point during their life. Okay. And like more to like the world at large versus like a specific 
goal for building a business sure for example like and then you would maybe gut check yourself like is this business in alignment yes. with what my larger yes. plan is yes okay yeah how did you get into either of these worlds astrology mentorship I mean I know that I know that you have all these amazing um experiences and trainings can you talk about like what you've learned yeah um I feel like everything stemmed from the yoga world so mm-hmm. like getting into yoga and yoga teacher training um and from there um honestly just a lot of like trial and error with like my actual career like I was hopping in and out of acupuncture school for a while and like in and out of office jobs and ended up working for a fitness company um which is like the perfect fit for me as well um but I got to see them as a startup. They had created this vision, a very organized vision for the company. And they were very clear and concise about like what the company's core purpose is mm-hmm. and values. And I just watched them become a magnet for the, the absolute right type of people mm-hmm. working for them and then coming to work out. And they grew really fast. Um, and this company is what company? Alchemy. Alchemy, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, so, like, they're very clear about, like, where they're headed and what we're all there to do on, in, like, in, in like, for a bigger purpose, too, mm-hmm. which is super cool. Um, like, we're here to, we're there to help people feel more alive, and we're doing that through fitness, um, but that really shines through, and then it's not, like, about anything superficial. It's, like, it's really about, like, empowerment and helping people feel their best. Because what's their motto? I like it. What is it? Pursue your legend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, to me, that's just all about, like, what are you here to do and what are you here to create and, like, what's your unique flavor in the world and, like, how are you going to express that? Versus, like, how many, I mean like box jumps can you do right. or like how how defined is your six pack which honestly like initially when I kind of was interested in alchemy I thought that's like kind of what it'd be because CrossFit is so I don't know so physical focused yes and I you're totally right that like I do think that there's an element that is much bigger than just the physical mm-hmm. practice and that's probably because it's coupled with yoga yes yeah yeah so it's like very mindful as well So I got to see that process within the company and then I ended up taking a personal development course that was like very spiritual based a couple years ago Um, and we got to create our own vision plan for like if there was like a project that we wanted to start or create or like a business we wanted to create. Um, but at the time I didn't really have a business I wanted to create and it was more just like for my life. And so I realized like you can sort of create like a business plan for your life. It doesn't have to be that you're building a business. Um, and it just really helped me. Like I came up with my own core purpose for my life in, in that moment. So I kind of got to see like how that whole vision planning process works for a company at large. And then I realized you could apply that to your own life. Or I could apply that to my own mm-hmm. life. Um, and I thought that was super fun. And it gave me a lot of sense of direction. And it helped me feel really empowered. Um, and then I ended up taking... A couple summers ago, I was like very... I felt very lost. I was like, do I want to be an acupuncturist? I was in acupuncture school and hating it. Mm-hmm. And I was only hating it because it just... 
I realized it wasn't my dharma. It, like, wasn't my life's work. Um, and so I was kind of trying to figure out, like, what to do with my life. And I ended up signing up for um, another spiritual personal development course. And as part of that course, we got to learn about astrology and we got to learn how to read our own chart. So the person who led it, she didn't just read our charts to us. She just taught us how to do it ourselves. And I found myself staying up really late at night to like (laughs) watch the videos and learn and like dive into my chart. And I'm not the kind of person who likes to stay up late. So like when I start doing something like that, I just, it was like very clear to me, like this means a lot to me and I'm really excited about it. So I just kept diving into my chart more and more. And I learned a lot about like just myself and like what kind of work environment I want to be in. For example, like I'm a Capricorn son and one of the things that Capricorn does really well with is managing people. Um, And I realized like that's why I love working in group fitness because I love to manage groups of people that are working together to like in a structured way because that structure and organization is also like very Capricorn. Um, so I get to work with groups of people, managing them in a very structured and organized way to help them feel good about themselves. Yeah. Um, and so I realized like, yeah, group fitness is like where I'm meant to be right now anyway. And so that helped me make a decision to quit acupuncture school and not feel bad about not completing the degree because that wasn't my life's work and it wasn't resonating anymore. And then go back into the fitness world Mm -hmm. and just like hone in on like my love for managing groups of people and just loving that and then considering managing like the other employees so like management is never something I thought of as like my own career um but so now I'm getting to explore that a little bit more Mm -hmm. too which is cool that's awesome yeah let's circle back to a couple things you said because I I like how you talk about astrology in the sense that you know we can we can like read the magazines that have the, you know, hey, this is what's coming in your, I don't know, they don't even say chart, like here, because you're a Cancer Sun, this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. But I think what's really interesting about like getting your actual chart read and looking in the details is that it's, it's at least for me, it's made me feel, I don't know, validated in like who I am versus like, oh, well, because this external thing is happening you have to like rejigger your life. No, like I'm doing my life. Like you listeners, you do you. And here's why some of these things might be happening. And like, here's how you can ebb and flow with it. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and I, that's like the empowerment piece, like that comes with astrology, which is why I think it's so cool to just like learn like about like your personality traits and like your emotional, like your natural emotional states. Um, and it's like, it's, there's something about it, like being written in the stars. It's like, you didn't have to go through and like answer a questionnaire and like in the moment, whatever you were feeling, those are your answers. It's like your astrology chart is based on the moment that you entered this lifetime. Like what did the cosmos, what did the solar system look like in that moment? And it's like, it's just like written there, which I love. Mm -hmm. And so it's like the universe is sort of like backing you up. Because it's like you get to dive in and you're like, oh, well, that that planet is there and, and like that was it. 
the universe is backing me up. You had said sun sign. Mm-hmm. For listeners that aren't familiar with what your sun sign, your moon sign, your, all of the other elements of a chart, mm-hmm. can you explain what those are and how you determine them? Yes. So in our culture, um, I feel like what we've grown up with sort of is like, you know, like your sign. And like when you look up your horoscope, that's like you look for whatever your sign is. Um, And that is your sun sign in particular. So that just means that where it's the sign of the zodiac that the sun was sitting in at the moment that you were born. So the moment that you were born, it's like your your natal chart, your birth chart, your star chart. Um, the exact all... time that you were born. Yes. So you needed to determine this like either from your parents or your birth chart or yeah. what was there, birth certificate. Birth certificate, yeah. It can't be a guess. Yes. Well, it, I guess if you want the most accurate reading, you would need to know the moment that you were born because they're, because the sky is changing in every moment. And so... If you were born at 3 a.m. versus 3 p.m., the sky would look different. Totally. So the sun might be in the same spot, um, but there are other elements of the chart that might be in different places. Or that would be. Um, So the moment you're born, it's like you sort of like take a snapshot of like what the solar system, what the sky looked like. And you map it out such that there's the 12 signs of the zodiac. And then there's also the 12 houses. So the signs of the zodiac are sort of like, um, to me, those are like archetypes or like embodiments of like types of energy. Okay. And then the houses are more like the realms that that stuff is going to get expressed in. And then there's the planets. So like the sun and the moon and then all the other planets in the solar system. And then some other elements that are calculated based on certain positions of the planets. And those are sort of like characters that are like expressing a specific type of energy in a sign in a specific realm of a house. What do you, when you say realm, what does that mean? So just like an area of life. So like, okay, okay. Relationships versus like finances versus like, um, your career, those are like different realms. Okay. Those are the houses. Yes. This, I don't honestly know this much. I like, I'm so, <laughs> I always learn things from you. And when you, I think when we chatted earlier, you had said your sun sign is like when you're shining the brightest, mm-hmm. which I, I really love. That's such a positive spin. It's not a caricature mm-hmm. of you. It's like when you're in your full light, your power. Yeah. So it's like, think about like stepping into the sun, stepping into the sunlight and, and how you would be shining so brightly in that light. That's your sun sign. So your rising sign is another thing that we talk about a lot in astrology. It's like one of the more basic elements. Um, So the rising sign is whatever sign was rising in the eastern sky the moment that you were born. And that's actually like your first impression to people. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of like the costume that you present to the world. And that can also be like jobs that you take on as like a vehicle to get to the light, to Mm -hmm. get to your, this, this spot where you're like shining your brightest. So like whatever you are is your sun sign. That doesn't necessarily mean that that's like your most natural patterning necessarily or how you come across to people. It's what you are when you're in your element and you are shining your brightest. And I think of this, I, 
this example of I when I was younger and was really afraid of of starting a family of having kids like I did not identify as like a nurturer as as like that mother figure and then and I'm a cancer son which is the nurturer like the emotional over the top mama bear Mm -hmm. and then it all changed when I when I had kids and now I'm like oh like I just hadn't stepped into that role yet yep I'm shining so much brighter now now that I know that and I remember feeling like kind of bad about it and now I'm just like oh it's just like a matter of time I think had I known yeah and like the other thing is is like when we grow up in society, we get conditioned a certain way. And so a lot of times, like, if you, you might get your chart read and things might not resonate with you totally. And that could honestly just be because you're just conditioned to be something else. That's not your true self. Okay. But you can always strip away and become deconditioned and, or unconditioned. Um, (laughs) and, um, and become closer to your true self. Mm-hmm. And I think that even just, like, getting your chart read, um, that's, like, one of the steps of the process to start to understand your true self. Yeah. Okay, so sun sign is is in the light. Rising sign is the, is the costume. And the first then impression. Moon sign and the other. I guess any other ones that are mentioned. So moon sign, that's, like, your natural emotional like way of reacting to things um and also what you can do to nurture yourself and to feel most safe and secure so this is like i think of this as like a really deep layer Mm -hmm. so like if if your rising sign is like the first layer that you show to people and then your sun sign is like your this like bright bright aspect of yourself your moon is like this deep and like the your deeper self Mm -hmm. like your emotional self um that you might not actually show to a lot of other people except for those that are really close to you um and it's more like personal like what do you need to do for yourself and like what environments do you need to build for yourself in order to feel most safe and secure Mm -hmm. i think of it as as the subconscious yes what's happening behind the scenes even sometimes people will parallel the moon sign to like what's like to nighttime, to sleeping. Yeah. Your dreams, your unconscious thoughts, subconscious mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And then you talked about the North and the South note before. You're the only person that I know that really talks about this. I'm sure tons of people do. And I, we explain it. Yes. So there are um, these two elements on your chart as well that are calculated based on, I believe, where the moon is. Okay. And they're called the north node and the south node. So I think of it as, like, you come in through the north node or through the south node, and then you spend your life traveling toward the north node. So the north node is sort of like your north star. Um, And so your south node is, like, this innate patterning that you come in with. And it can be, like, just natural gifts that you have. And um, for those of you who think about past lives, um, this can be, like, maybe in your past life you were this. Maybe, like, your whatever your south node is now. Maybe that was your sun sign in a past life or something. So it's, like, some patterning and embodiment that you naturally have that you don't really have to work toward. Um, But it can also have a shadow side. So, like... There might, like, you might be, um, like, I'm trying to think of an example. 
Um, you might have like a natural patterning of some sort, but if it becomes out of balance, you might be like too much of something. Sure. Um, and like then Capricorn, like if you're really Cap Capricorn and you know that you're like love a routine, you might... can potentially become like too rigid, too rigid that you're it's you're not fluid anymore, able yes. to like go with the flow when you need to. Well, so then you can look to your North Node, which is meant to help you help like help you find balance. Um, but I also like to think of the North Node as like that's the direction that your soul came here to, to take in order for you to grow on a spiritual soul level. Okay. So like that's like what you're heading toward, um, which I think is super cool because it like that can give you clues and insights into like what you came here to do and what you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so for example, my North Node is in Pisces. Mm. Pisces is very spiritual and mystical and as I've grown up in my life and like especially in the past year or two it's become very clear that like I need to be taking a spiritual path and like exploring the mystical realms and exploring this like really like dreamy like metaphysical space (laughs) and taking my career and my business in that direction and it's like I'll continue to move in that direction and like that's what my soul came here to do is like pull like go more in the spiritual direction and like create more of like spiritual environments mm-hmm. to be in um do i do you have to tell me my north node today yes yes I will tell you. oh my gosh i'm so excited um and then the other element on charts that i really love is the midheaven so the mm-hmm. midheaven is always in the 10th house it's always like at the top of the chart um and i once had it described as like if you were a baby like laying in a crib that's like that's like the mobile of like hanging about the oh, yeah, that yeah. you're reaching toward. So that's kind of another, it's like, this is more like your legend. Like this is like what you'll be known for once you leave. This is like some sort of like embodiment archetype energy. So my midheaven is in Leo. So you're Leo. Like a big stamp. Yeah, Leo is just like <laughs> very much like center stage, like the queen or the king. Or, like, the performer. So, like, I think about, like, I'm meant to be on a stage in front of a lot of people. Like, mm. not necessarily actually on a stage, literally, but, like, on, like, the metaphorical stage. Mm. Standing in front of a lot of people. Um, and then, like, talking about and working with spirituality and mystical things. Okay. Which is what my North Node tells me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I then that, that. that helps me, like, hone in on, like yeah, I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to schedule a photo shoot for myself and, like, I'm just going to let myself be bigger and shine brighter and, like, be on stage in front of everybody and my chart's backing me up. Okay. Yeah, backs you up. Yeah. Um, Or it, like, gives you, like, it it gives me a foundation. mm Mm-hmm. How do you think, I mean, knowing all this, I mean, it's so good to to do first to look at your own chart and understand, like, where you are. Mm Mm-hmm. How do you think this works in partnership? Like, what do you suggest? A lot of our listeners are newly engaged or are planning for a wedding or already in in a long-term relationship, like using astrology to their best advantage. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just, I think that like just having that layer of knowing who you are and how you naturally react to things and how you communicate, that is helpful because then when you get into situations with a partner, you 
like let's say that you get into an argument about something or like some communication isn't working between the two of you you could literally you could have a conversation with your partner and say like okay I know that I have a tendency to communicate in this way and so then you can talk about it Mm -hmm. and I feel like it just gives you an extra tool um I think it can help the two of you as you forge a vision together, a shared vision. Yeah. You can, you, you know yourselves and you have a better understanding of like what you're here to do. Um, and it can just help you like just with your, just knowing your own personality and like getting to have a conversation with yourself about your personality and with your partner about their personality. I mean, the more information that you have, then the easier it is to communicate and work with one another. And I know there's a lot of, like, on websites and stuff, a lot of um, stuff about, like, compatibility, like... Oh, like, is an Aries compatible with a Taurus yes. or whatever? And I don't necessarily like that because you can learn to be compatible with people. Like, you can learn to work with one another if you know about yourselves and about each other. Um, and like, you're not just one sign in your chart. You're not just your sun sign. I could be a Capricorn sun. And if half of my planets and elements are in Scorpio, I'm actually probably going to be more like a Scorpio than a Capricorn. And so there's just like so many moving pieces in a chart too. So that's why I don't like the whole, the black and white, like if you're this sign and your partner is this sign, you might not be compatible. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, shaping a conversation, mm-hmm. I think. Like, have, like life planning together. And also, I was even thinking about, like, this weekend. John and I were chatting on the way home. And I was just having, a, like, a real Capricorn shadow moment. I was, like, really hard on myself. And was saying, you know, like, I'm not a good mom. I'm not a, a successful business person. Which, like, isn't true at all. But that's, I mean, that was my moon sign talking. And, like, being able to say it out loud. And then have him be, like wait what like that's that's not true like you're (laughs) he didn't say that's your Capricorn moon talking but like because I know that about myself I know that that's what can come up in moments of vulnerability and then I feel less I don't know like bad about it and he can help me with that yes it's yeah I love that it's like it's bringing into the light or like consciously just like being aware of something that's going on or like a way that you're reacting and when you're just aware of that it's like then it, then you're not just like a victim of a pattern you're empowered then mm-hmm. and then you can just like you can go be with yourself and and like work with that whatever came up instead mm-hmm. of just like not understanding and feeling like a victim yeah yeah well you're in control and like to have the information or even more so mm-hmm. oh I love that it's like a dance yeah do you want to let's to read my chart Susan is gonna read my chart she prepped it for me and so I gave her my birth date, time, and where where I was born. Yes. And then you look at, like, longitude and latitude of that? Yes. Okay. So I basically, like, you can go on, like, astro.com and just do a free birth chart. So, like, everyone can just go on the internet and just get a birth chart And that for doesn't free. change, right? Like, your birth chart is going to be the same. Correct. For your whole life. Correct. Um, yes. So you need your birth date, time, and location in order to accurately determine what the sky looked like the moment that you were born. Okay. And where you came through. So, I'm going to start with your rising sign. So, you're in Aries rising. 
Um, and so your rising sign is like your first impression. It's like the mask that you wear. So like when people first meet you, they might actually like think that you are an Aries. And what is an, what is an Aries to most people? So, um, Aries is very like pioneering and innovative and like forging forward. I always think of Aries as like this fiery, like forging forward, leader type of a person cool um very very driven and assertive and fearless and maybe even a little bit competitive (laughs) um also spontaneous and like giving birth to things so like Mm. forging forward and creating new things and like putting them out into the world um aries is also very much like independent and self-aware so like you might give off this air of like independence and self-awareness when people first meet you okay and maybe even like some arrogance in a way like the shadow Mm -hmm. side of it okay yep so yes so all the things that I just listed are like the good qualities like the luminous the light side of it um when you are like unsure of yourself or you're overcompensating for yourself for some reason Uh, You might come across as more impulsive. You might start things and not actually finish them. You might come across as self-centered or impatient or aggressive or like overzealous or overpowering. Mm, Okay. And like arrogant. Yes. Very true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So like you, you like starting new things and like beginning new journeys, like that's like a, that's like something that you can use and harness in order to, like, shine your light most brightest, to, like, take you into your sun sign. Um, I think of the, the energy of Aries is very, like, it's, it's, like, this vital energy. It's, like, very energetic and very bold. So, like, you get to, like, be this bold woman mm. out in the world. Energy, for sure. <laughs> Over the top sometimes. Yes. And I, I think that, like, the rising sign is helpful because it's, like, do you think, so, my daughter is an Aries. Lily is the oldest. Sun sign? Uh so her sun sign is and and like for kids they yeah. haven't really been conditioned yet like she's Correct. in her light yeah and so many people will comment you guys are the same person you were exactly the same and like that does not surprise me that this is how you're describing yep that's i'm mean, you're describing lily yes because she's okay. like more naturally going to be shining her light most brightest but then like for you as an adult um, who's been have, conditioned over time yes have now put on this costume yes as an Aries so people are going to meet your rising sign but like as a kid people are more going to meet their sun sign yeah. right away yeah I love that that's great okay um, next let's talk about your sun sign so your sun is in cancer in the third house so going back to the rising sign, the rising sign is always in the first house because it's always whatever zodiac sign was rising in the eastern sky as you were born. So okay. we don't talk about the house when we talk about the rising sign because it's always in the first house. The first house is all about like self-identity. So that's why we think about like the costume, the impression that you're giving. So your son is in cancer in the third house. So like we said before, your sun sign is like where you're shining your light most brightest. And it's like you're, it's like you're, it's like this, this purposeful place that you're in. Um, It's like your luminous self. So cancer is all about like your need to give and receive emotional warmth and security. Mm -hmm. So when you're best expressing yourself, that's what's happening. 
So you tend to be very compassionate and you can be emotional and receptive, nurturing, maternal, domestic. And then also think about like you're taking on the archetype of like the mother, the nurturer, the protector. Mothers tend to be very like psychic and intuitive. Like they just like know what their kids need without Mm, like their kids having to say a lot of times. Mm -hmm. So you also have that like psychic intuitive nature um, when you're shining your light most brightest. This also is like you're very caring, domestic, and tribal is another word that comes up. Um, So I think about like how you're like you're building this like tribe like through your podcast Mm -hmm. and through your business. Like you're going out and like doing events and like building this tribe of women like as like the women healers that you've pulled together that you want to work together. I know you've said a lot that you... You always envisioned, like, this collective of women, mm-hmm. like, working together Absolutely. on this project. Yeah, so that, like, tribal aspect. So then there's a shadow side, of course. Mm-hmm. And so when you're, like, out of balance and you're, like, not in the light, not in your light, not shining your light, you could tend to be insecure and moody and defensive um, and even, like, clingy or smothering. So think mm. about, like, think about, like, a mom, like, when, when a mom, like, gets too worried and out of balance and, like, they might become, like, smothering of their children. Of their children? Yes. Overprotective huh. um, and, like, stuck in the past. So that's, like, the shadow oh, side of it. That's so accurate. <laughs> yes. So then we go into the house. So the third house. So this is like the area or the realm that you're shine that you shine your light most brightest. You express yourself best in the third house, which ha- is has to do with the areas of intimate sisterhoods and <laughs> and marketing. So like really? communications. Oh, yes. Okay. And I know that you've said a lot that like what you the role that you want to play with wedded wellness is very much like helping be the marketing person. Yeah. Do the marketing and communications for all these other women that you're pulling together. Yeah. As the healers. Spreading the word about just all these modalities and things that people can do to to truly feel their best self. Yep. Now and into life. Yeah. Yep. So that's the third house. Um and the third house also has to do with teaching, writing, having conversations with people and like intellectual endeavors. So this is as related to the sun sign. Yep. You being like warm and compassionate and motherly and nurturing in the areas of intimate sisterhoods and like communicating things to people. Oh my gosh, people. that's so weird. But also like I believe it. Yeah. I just don't like, I have goosebumps. <laughs> oh, <so> good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now let's talk about your moon sign. Your moon is in Capricorn in the ninth house. So going back to what we said about the moon, it's like your natural reaction to things. It's your emotional landscape. That's another way of describing it. Um, And then like what you need to do and like where you need to be in order to provide security for yourself so that you feel secure and nurtured. Mm, Okay. So... You best fulfill these needs for yourself by expressing your need for structure, organization, and social accomplishment. Social accomplishment. Yes. So that's very Capricorn. It's it's very much like out in society, like what are people seeing you as? <sighs> so like when you just shared about how you were in the car with John and you were expressing that you felt like you were a 
a bad business owner or whatever Mm -hmm. that to me is very much like this shadow Capricorn Mm -hmm. where it's like Capricorn wants to be a successful business person like wants everybody to know and see them as a success Mm -hmm. out in the world so when we talk about the moon sign um I think it's interesting to bring in like the element so every sign in the zodiac is of one of the four elements earth air water or fire Mm -hmm. so capricorn your capricorn moon is an earth element so you in order to find security for yourself it's going to be you're going to want to like take yourself into that like earthy earthy element like grounding yes okay um and so that's like being very pragmatic um and then like you probably find a lot of security in form and structure and like organization yeah Yeah. so when you're feeling like an emotional basket case for example you might need to like literally like get things organized this is what I do yeah when I get really like just emotional or hormonal or stressed or whatever Mm. I like go into my calendar and I plan (laughs) plan out things yeah or like like cancel out of things because Mm -hmm. I'm like this I need to have control of my life, my calendar, my schedule. Yes. Oh my gosh. Whereas like somebody else who is not, did not have a moon earth sign, like they might need to go out and like work out and like burn off steam or like they might need to create something, for example. So like that's an example of like a different element. Okay. Um, Okay. So then let's talk about your moon is in the ninth house as well. So... Your emotional responses and your feelings and your habit patterns are best expressed in the areas of what the ninth house represents, which is very much about higher consciousness, like searching for meaning um, and the realms of like metaphysics or religion or (laughs) spiritual and philosophical tendencies. So even like philosophical doesn't always resonate with me. But today when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about like even like yoga like yogic philosophy like we love to study that I think of that as more like spiritual but like that's definitely like philosophical Mm -hmm. um and like your belief systems and your morals and this can also have to do with travel and like far-reaching communications so like think about like communicating to like large groups of people um even just through Instagram like having a huge following and getting to communicate your messages through that and so Okay, so like with, again, Capricorn Moon, the need to be like successful socially, I mean like successful if you will, in the world of like, okay, what did you just say? The, like in the metaphysical night. and yes, spiritual, yes, okay. like finding higher consciousness. <laughs> yeah, so like you're in the right, like you're okay. just doing it, it's it's happening. Yeah. Oh. Yes. This is so much better than CoStar. Everyone that loves the CoStar. I love that app. And, like, it is really interesting to see, like, what's happening in the day. Yes. And it, you pull up your chart, like, you can see it. But this is so much bigger than that. Well, and I, the thing with CoStar is, like, I think it's really cool, like, that it's exposing people to astrology. And, like, it's taking astrology down to, like, taking it more down to an earth level. And, sure. like, showing us, like, that it's not as, like, this crazy far out thing. Um... But it's still 
generalized. It has to be, right? It's an app. I mean, and, like, like, we all, like, talk about, like, bio-individuality. Like, I think of this as, like, you have, like, cosmo-individuality, too. Mm-hmm. Like, with your chart. Mm-hmm. Okay. North and south nodes, which we touched ah, on. So, this excited. is... Your south node is, like, your innate patterning that you come into this life with. And then you're going towards the north node to balance out that patterning. And um, just for your soul's growth. This Mm -hmm. is the direction you're heading in. So your south node is in Libra in the seventh house. Um, And so Libra and the seventh house are actually like the same like realm and energy. Okay. And so this is like a little bit more simple. So your innate talents and abilities have to do with sharing and relating to others. Hmm. Okay. Um, Relationships. And the shadow side of this is that you might become too over-dependent on others. Okay. So your north node is in Aries in the first house. And Aries, we already talked about with your rising sign, is like very like independent and self-aware. So to Hmm. balance out your potential over-dependency on others, like you're going to want to develop a really strong sense of self and get to know yourself really well in order to harness that independence and like forging this independent spirit as you move forward through life and I even think about like how you like you've worked for um like bigger organizations before Mm -hmm. like in terms of like yoga and now you're forging your own pathway Mm -hmm. with yoga and like with this like this healing and like this business that you're doing so you're on the right track okay there is more. Oh my god, like, like keep going, please. If you want. <laughs> okay, so the midheaven, that's like the top oh, of the yeah. mobile, that's like sort of like your legend. Like this is like that, this is like what you'll be known for. So your midheaven is in Capricorn. So you've got like, you've oh. got a couple different Capricorn things happening in your chart, which is cool. Um, so your midheaven is very much about like achieving professional and career identity and like just like this thing that you'll be known for. Um, and so again, Capricorn is all about structure, organization, and social accomplishment. So that's why it's so important for you, like, especially like in your business, like you're going to, it's going to mean a lot to you to find that sense of success and be known for that. Yeah. Like that's important to you and that's okay. Like for some people, like it doesn't need to be like where they're like, socially and outwardly like reaching a specific goal in business but like for you that's gonna mean a lot to you I feel like less I don't know bashful about that because you're just like that's who you are yeah cool thanks for telling me because yeah I feel better about it now of course (laughs) so yeah practical and tangible accomplishments like that's like that's what that is yeah you're you will want to be known for that and if you continue on like you absolutely will like people will recognize that you're tangible practical so those are like the main elements that I typically read to people like in a first reading and when we do a reading together we go in a little bit deeper and like we do a little bit more education and teaching because I think that I like I have always been someone who likes to go do things on my own after I'm I've moved on from a coach or a mentor Um, And so I always like to give people some education so that like if they're interested, they can, they could start to dive into their chart without me. Okay. Yes. So we always take time to teach about stuff too. Yeah. Yes. This has been so helpful, Susan. Thanks for taking the time and looking into it and 
Seriously, everyone. So I mean, fun. like, we know each other, but I just learned a lot about, like, more about myself. Well, and I learned a lot about you, too. A lot. And I think it does help to have, I mean, you could do this for anyone, right? I mean, you could do it for someone you know, someone you don't know. Yeah. Um, but, like, I always say, always learn about yourself first before yeah. you learn about other people. Oh, Suze, you're doing cool work. Keep it it's up. It's fun. It's so fun. I mean, through the work that you're doing at Alchemy to astrology work. And actually, Susan and I have the opportunity to to work together. And so we do um, bachelorette parties where you do a little yoga and then you tap into astrology with Susan. And I, I mean, I can't think of a better way to spend time with your your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talk through kind of what's happening in this in the world at, at that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really fun activity to do. If you're interested in those, they're called the Goddess Bachelorette Parties and they're on, on the Wedded Wellness website. Check it out. How else can people find you, Susan? Um, on my Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at Susan Lynn Ray and my website is Susan-Ray.com. Cool. So it's just my name. There's a hyphen. Okay. Yes. Thank you for sharing all this goodness. I'm like, I'm yeah. still, I still have goosebumps. I'm like, it's really cold outside, but it's really warm in here. And I'm yeah, still like, ah, this is so fun. <laughs> uh, thanks for your time, Susan. We yes. appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning in, listeners. I'm your host, Ashley Sondergaard, and this is the Wedded Wellness Podcast. Hey, if you love what you're hearing, take a moment, give us a five-star rating, leave a comment. It really does go a long way. And if you're in the Twin Cities, we've got a couple upcoming events um, that I'd love to see you at if you're interested. The next yoga party is on February 15th, that's a Saturday, at 1 o'clock at Lululemon Mall of America. This space, the Lululemon at the mall, is insane. It has a yoga studio, a meditation space, a cafe, and then tons of amazing retail um, at this event the bachelorette bash we'll practice yoga we'll bathe our bodies in sound from crystal bowls a sound bath <laughs> enjoy some champagne we'll learn self-care tips and we'll get pampered for an hour so get your tickets at weddedwellness.com events and thanks again everyone for listening hope you tune in next week